This week's edition of Trees 3 here on Sports Tree LTD. Folks, I'm Connor Roundtree, and we've got an amazing show lined up for you today, and it all starts with our news and notes. Phil Mickelson leads the Wells Fargo Championship through round one. George Springer is back on the Blue Jays' IL. Jake Paul stole Floyd Mayweather's hat yesterday at a promo for the Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather fight. Somehow, someway, these two idiots have done the impossible. I'm talking level of walking on water. These two dweebs have made Floyd Mayweather look like the good guy. That's right, folks. The wife-beating, non-reading, money-flaunting, nonchalanting little guy Floyd Mayweather is the good guy in this fight. Paul Brothers, how did you do that? And we have an update from a UEFA Champions League bracket challenge presented by Eagles Tracker. After this week's action, we have a three-way tie for first place between Dan Campania, Jacob Kearley, and Jacob Kearley. Jake Kearley upgraded his subscription and upgraded his chance to win in doing so. And as you can see, it is paying off. Getting into our bump in stump of the week, we got to start things off with our stump of the week, and it goes to the NHL and their brass. The whole NHL brass, you guys are a bunch of stumps, and here's why. If you weren't aware earlier this week, Tom Wilson of the Washington Capitals literally assaulted Pavel Buchnevich and Artemi Panarin of the New York Rangers on the ice. There was no suspension. The Rangers were furious and released a statement calling for the head of player safety, George Peros, to be removed from his position. For his lack of handling the situation, also, why is George Peros a goon like that in charge of player safety to begin with? That's like putting a fat kid in charge of watching the candy. It makes no sense. Anyway, the Rangers took things into their own hands on Wednesday night. Madison Square Garden has been home to the likes of Ali and Frazier, Conor McGregor. They've all fought inside the garden, but she's never seen anything quite like this. 100 penalty minutes in the first period. Buchnevich got suspended for a high stick that was more of a cross-check to the face of Anthony Manta. But Tom Wilson, who ended Panarin's season, got off with a $5,000 fine. I agree that Pavel Buchnevich should be suspended for his actions, but he's a first-time offender. Tom Wilson is a repeat offender. So let's get some consistency here, NHL. And if you're the head of player safety and you dealt with this situation and you think you dealt with it well, why were there 100 penalty minutes in the first 20 minutes of the next game? You don't need a second grade education to realize that you're not doing your job all that well. Well, the NHL has now fined the Rangers $250,000 for their comments. Perro still has a job. And Wilson, who after the incident was in the penalty box flexing like a helium-inflated Daffy Duck, is still playing. My kitchen sponge has more backbone than Tom Wilson. Wilson, Peros, Gary Bettman, you guys are our stumps of the week and you are an embarrassment to our game of hockey. Honestly, when you guys leave the game, it's gonna be a better place. Just go on and leave already, you stumps. Keeping things in the NHL, our bump of the week has to go to Austin Matthews. He netted his 40th goal last night in just 49 games this season. He's the first player to score 40 goals in 49 games since Pavel Burry buried 40 goals in 48 games back in 1999. Now that's hockey. Austin Matthews, you get our bump of the week. Coming in at number three this week on Trees 3 is a little PGA action from Quail Hollow. It's the Wells Fargo Championship, and in proper Trees 3 fashion, we're going to give you our three favorite players to watch out for heading into the weekend. Number one being Justin Thomas. JT comes into this event ranked first in both strokes gained tee to green over the past two months and opportunities gained. He won the 2017 PGA here, but more so to me, he knocked down three Eagles last week and is in excellent form. To be successful at Quail Hollow, you need a couple key statistics. Driving distance, gaining strokes 
off the tee and putting strong. And that's where Bryson DeChambeau comes into play. He figured out Quail Hollow when he finished fourth year back in 2018, and that was before Bryson balked up. He leads the PGA Tour in Eagles this year and is second only to Thomas in strokes gained from tee to green since March 1st. Our third golfer to watch out for heading into the weekend is Victor Hovland. He ranks seventh in strokes gained tee to green on tour, and he's coming off a tie for third at the Velspar Championship after a good Sunday. Plus, he tied for 21st at the Masters. Coming in at number two this week on Trees 3 is the Spanish Grand Prix. It is the fourth race of the F1 season thus far, and Lewis Hamilton is going for his 100th pole position this weekend and his record fifth straight win at the Spanish Grand Prix. The Brit finished with the best time through the second practice run today, followed by teammate Valtteri Bottas and Ferrari's Charles Leclerc. While he retired early today due to low fuel, look for Red Bull's Max Verstappen to keep pace with the Mercedes this weekend. I like Lewis Hamilton to win this race this weekend and make history on a track that he's dominated for over half a decade. Coming in at number one this week on Trees 3 is Combat Sports. From the continuation of our Bellator Bracket Challenge to win you $500 to the UFC Octagon tomorrow night and Canelo Alvarez stepping into the boxing ring in front of 70,000 fans on Cinco de Mayo weekend. Folks, we're going to give you our three favorite picks for each and all three of those cards starting with the Bellator MMA Bracket tonight. The first fight that we're going to take a look at tonight on the Bellator card is Patrice Pitbull versus Peter Queeley. Take the big Pitbull in this fight. He's one of the best fighters in the world, plain and simple. He's won seven out of his last eight fights, and i like him to make it eight of nine against the Irishman tonight. The second fight that we're going to take a look at tonight for the Bellator card is the return of Michael Venom Page, or more commonly known as MVP. One of the most explosive and controversial fighters in mixed martial arts currently gets back to work tonight. After beating four cupcakes, he's finally got some equal level of competition in Derek Anderson. MVP is a masterclass tactician and I like him to find a way to win tonight. The third fight that we're going to take a look at tonight is Anthony Rumble Johnson's return to the cage. Rumble is back baby. He has the UFC record for the most knockouts inside a minute. He's knocked out five guys inside of one minute inside the UFC. That's absolutely absurd. Top quality competition lasting less than a minute. His fight against Jose Augusto tonight is the last in the first round of the Grand Prix and of our bracket challenge. Sign on the Sports Tree to see where you stand in the race for $500. While Rumble has been away from the cage for four years, he's still one of the most dangerous strikers in the history of mixed martial arts, and i like him to come back in emphatic fashion tonight. We're going to give you a fourth fight to look out for on the Bellator card, because hey, why not? It's only the main event and the title fight. It's Juan Archuleta versus Sergio Pettis, and Sergio Pettis, he's a UFC veteran making his way over to Bellator. He's won three straight fights, but now he moves into the Bellator elite. Juan Archuleta has gone 20 and won in his last 21 fights and his lone loss came to the current two-weight world champion Patricio Pitbull, the little Pitbull. I like Archuleta to defend his belt and give Pettis a rude welcoming to the Bellator elite. Moving over to the UFC for some action on Saturday night, we're going to look at a fight that's a mix of styles. We have a wrestler in Gregor Galipsi going up against Diego Ferreira, a pure striker. Ferreira lands over 4.85 significant strikes per minute but could be in for a long night against Gregor Gillespie. Gillespie averages over 7 takedowns per 15 minutes of octagon time and is the best wrestler in the division with the departure of champion Habib Nurmagomedov. Both these guys should have their moments, but look for Gregor Gillespie to take this fight down and grind out a victory. The second fight that we're going to take a look at for UFC Vegas 26 is between Angela Overkill Hill and Amanda Yibos. Now, Overkill Hill, she looked very good in their last fight, landing 77 significant strikes against Ashley O'D 
Bandere on route to victory. And believe it or not, that's actually her lowest significant strike total in her last three fights. Averaging over five significant strikes per minute, she is a machine. And she is a dance partner equally crafty for Saturday night. Amanda Ebos is the future of this division and she lands over four significant strikes per minute while averaging two takedowns per 15 minutes of octagon time. While I do like some solid exchanges on the feet, look for Ebos to take this fight to the ground and control this fight on route to victory. Our main event for UFC Vegas 26 and our monkey knife fight play of the day is is Marina Rodriguez versus Michelle Watterson. Both of these ladies are excellent strikers and average over 12 minutes of octagon time per fight, not to mention that they land over three and a half significant strikes per minute. With both ladies eyeing a title shot, this fight should be fireworks. And with so much on the line, I like this fight to go long. So look for these ladies to punch each other in the face all night long, but make sure you take more on their monkey knife fight lines and take the over one and a half rounds. Heading over to Texas now, the AT&T Stadium, 70,000 fans, Sanco de Mayo weekend. Here are three fights to break down that you should be watching on Saturday night. The first one being Kelvin Davis versus Jan Marschalek, and this should be quick work for the first of two Davis brothers fighting on this card. He's coming off a second round KO win, while Marschalek is coming off a pair of KO wins of his own. He also got knocked out in the first round just three fights ago. Make sure you take Davis in this fight. Kelvin's brother Keyshawn Davis is also fighting on this card and he's a 2019 world championship silver medalist he's one of america's premier boxing prospects and he should put on a show that you won't want to miss on saturday night extending his pro record to 3-0 his opponent jose antonio meza is extremely tall and long for this weight class but davis's skills should be the determining factor in this fight the main event sees the best boxer in the world right now pound for pound number one canelo alvarez taking on billy joe saunders the undefeated brit canelo's only career loss came to Floyd Mayweather, but with that said, he's historically struggled against southpaws and fighters with excellent footwork. Billy Joe has both of those. And in my books, he's the best defensive boxer I've ever seen at 168 pounds. Well, Canelo has the power to put anyone's lights out. Billy Joe Saunders is undefeated and has never been knocked out. He's from the same camp as Tyson Fury, growing up with the Gypsies and fighting since he was five years old. In the words of Saunders' father, you're going to see some Gypsy magic here on Saturday night. Well, I do think Saunders has the tools to win a decision. That's not quite how boxing works. It's Cinco de Mayo weekend in Texas in front of 70,000 Canelo fans. Canelo isn't losing a decision, but you can take this fight to go long and get even money doing so. I like Saunders to dance. I like him to make Canelo move in ways that we haven't seen him have to move in a long time. Well, Canelo has the skill set and the power. Billy Joe Saunders has the speed and the movement, and he's never been on the losing side of a fight in his entire life, and he's got the heart and record to prove it. Buckle up, because this fight is going to be awesome. Keeping things in the boxing ring for a trivia question, because we touched on Floyd Mayweather earlier, we'll keep it related to the greatest boxer of all time. Floyd Mayweather is 50-0, but who was the last person that he knocked out in a professional boxing match? Make sure you head over to Sports Tree right now. Either sign in or sign up. And remember, an upgrading your subscription is an upgrade to win up to $15,000 a year and tickets to see your favorite teams. Folks, I'm Connor Roundtree, and cheers. Enjoy the fights. You've made it to the weekend. Three.